0: thirds of americans are at risk of experiencing an electrical blackout you could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours for days maybe even weeks are you ready to protect your family you could be with the patriot power solar generator 2000x these things are sweet because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable Go to 4Patriots.com slash eater to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash eater. Being prepared is all about having the right tools. The OnX off-road map and navigational app is the best fully functional GPS when you're out of service. Offline maps allow you to access all interactive land and trail data and custom map markups when you're out of service, your phone's internal GPS gives you full navigation capabilities offline, so you'll always know where you are and how to get home safely. Go to onxmaps.com and use code MEATEATER to get 20% off your membership today.
1: Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newharth, and today we're joined by Steve Ranella, Ryan Callahan, Brody Henderson, Seth Morris, Chester Floyd, Crin Schneider, and Dr. Jonathan Reisman. Now, John, this is your first time playing Trivia. How do you feel about your chances? So, so. Okay. Are you familiar with the show? Do you listen? Yes. And how do you normally perform? Depends on the topic, but so-so. Okay, what, what would be of the four categories? Like Very what non-committal. Would be, what would be a strong category and a weak one, you think? Can you remind me of the four categories? Hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking.
0: He's going to dominate cooking. Okay. Well.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, hunting, conservation, and cooking. The only so-so. Now, before we play, we need you to weigh in on Seth having mercury poison. Seth, give him some details about what you were eating and what you were feeling.
2: Oh, let's say in uh I'd say two weeks time. Um well I should say in a month's time, over fifty percent of my meals were fish. Um big pelagic. Like cobia and like stuff like that. I, I I was having some like fish from local reservoirs here too. But um yeah, big pelagic stuff. And uh at a certain point, like my hands started going numb and I was having like real fuzzy like memory loss stuff. Those were like only the two symptoms that I could nail down but and then you stopped eating the fish. And I stopped eating the fish and everything went away. Like how quickly did it go away? Mm, I would say a weekish.
1: And your wife had some symptoms as well?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned it to my wife the one night I was like, "Man, my hands are like getting numb lately." And she's like, Mine have two. That's really weird. And
3: she was eating a similar amount. Right? Yeah, we were eating the same stuff. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it sounds convincing. So, like, neurologic symptoms are a very common side effect of mercury poisoning. I guess you didn't go psychotic, but just some, <laughs> no,
2: some no, memory loss. That yeah. One
4: day, though, I thought
2: maybe. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I, I, I called my friend to ask him a question, and he didn't answer. And he called me back, like, two minutes later and was like, What'd you call me for? And I was like, dude, I I have absolutely no clue why I called you. I remember calling him, but had no clue why. That doesn't normally happen? No, that does not normally happen.
5: <laughs> but does Seth still have mercury in his system because it builds up? Well, Does he weigh a little bit more than he did?
3: Probably it's mostly cleansed from your system, even if there's a little bit left over. How long does it take? To be honest, I don't know a whole lot about mercury poisoning. I've seen a grand total of zero cases in my medical mm. career. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I'm going off what I learned in medical school, eight nine years ago.
1: We need Seth to donate <laughs> his body to science, and then uh, we'll get some answers.
3: <laughs> yeah, we should. I mean, it would be interesting to get a hair sample or something else that might um, show. I don't know if a blood test would show at this point. Maybe when you're having symptoms, but yeah, just for curiosity's sake.
4: Come over here. We'll. Pluck one of those mustache hairs off.
1: <laughs> you, they fall out all the time. So you can look,
3: there's one right there.
1: Now, each week here on Meat Eater Trivia, we reveal a new stat. This week, we're looking at the performance of Meat Eater BFFs, Seth and Chester. We'll go category by category here. So when it comes <laughs> oh, to hunting, <laughs> who do you think gets more right between you two? Oh, I don't know. Chester? In the hunting category, Chester gets 60% of questions right, while Seth gets 45%. We'll go to conservation. Who do you think does better in conservation? Chester. Seth. Seth, it's this, this gonna be a total nice off. Between these two. <laughs> oh oh you gosh! I, 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 it's gotta couldn't be, be me. Seth gets thirty nine percent of conservation questions right, while Chester gets twenty one percent. How about with cooking? Who gets more cooking questions right? Oh, mm.
2: I, I, yeah, I know that's Chester.
1: I think Chester. I you feel agree? like I do terrible I with cooking. I don't know. Chester gets forty four percent of cooking questions right, while Seth. Is at thirty seven percent. Now am, here is am, the big one for oh you two between the two fishing buddies. Who is better at fishing trivia? This is Seth. the one that will make us fight.
2: You Seth. think Seth?
1: What do you think? I'm gonna hope Seth. Chester <laughs> gets fifty four percent of fishing questions right, while Seth gets thirty eight. What? <laughs> blowing him out. There's gonna water. be a new captain that well, walleye boat this year. Why does, <laughs> why does Seth have a win on the board? And Chester doesn't have a win on the board. Yeah, he oh, he does. Chester what am I saying? does have there a is. win. Now, for your overall <laughs> performances in Meat Eater Trivia, it's very tight. On average, Chester gets 43% of questions correct, while Seth gets 40% of questions correct. So Seth is just three percentage points behind Chester, which can all change from one good game by Seth or one bad game by Chester. Very tight. Better step it up here. What if what if Chet and I just become enemies now? Are you going to feel bad that you did that? <laughs> a little bit. Okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. Now, we have some housekeeping to get to before we play trivia. Steve and I have been squabbling about the definition of squab for a few months now. Steve believes that the term squab is specific to rock doves, which are more commonly known as street pigeons. And when I asked this question on the game of trivia, Steve argued that the players who said a squab is a pigeon rather than a street pigeon, shouldn't get the answer correct. Well, now we can settle this debate. Zach Carson wrote in to say that in the book, Hope is a Thing with Feathers, which details the extinction of six North American birds, that the word squab is used to describe juvenile passenger pigeons. The book goes into detail about how Native Americans ate a lot of passenger pigeon squabs, and made butter with their fat. I've also located other sources like Stanford University and the Audubon Society that reference baby passenger pigeons, baby scaled pigeons, and baby band-tailed pigeons as squabs. So the term squab can be used to describe any type of juvenile pigeon, not just street pigeons. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your rebuttal? It's better than I hoped for. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Now the Shelby Index for this round of trivia is a four. I mean, I could be like,
0: oh, I was wrong. But like, <clears throat> okay. All right. The why, Shelby I, Index. Why
1: belabor the point? That's right. I was. <laughs> the Shelby Index for this round of trivia is a four. So our winner should get about eight correct answers. And with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Hold on one sec, Phil. What's up? <laughs> Here it is. Is what I was waiting for. Are you sure that that was my point? Okay, yes, because we argued (laughs) about it during the question, and then a future episode, I gave you your own book and had you read a passage from it. I know, and my passage backed up my. Your passage was broad and said pigeons. You said squab was a baby. But you sure that I wasn't arguing against people using it like baby birds in general or something like that? I'm sure. Next episode you're on, we'll play up the audio again if you need to revisit this. Well, you're picking this. a pretty old scab there, buddy. Listen, we, we, we're it's all like we're talking it. about
0: shit from years ago, so
1: I can't really even remember. I can't really remember. It'd be like me fighting with my wife. Well, that one time, you know what I mean? The difference is we have audio of this. We'll come back with audio next episode. This isn't the last time. We'll talk about squabs. Phil, play the drop.
4: Look, I need to know what I stand to win to everything. How's that?
2: Just tend to win everything.
5: Game on, suckers!
0: Oh, can I tell you something real quick? Yeah, my daughter got recognized at the ski at the sledding hill. Whoa! By the Game On suckers.
2: <laughs> what? Really? It's
0: yeah. a trivia super fan. How'd this go? <laughs> Someone said to her, "Are you the Game On girl?" Wow. I recognize your voice. <laughs> Did she like that, or was it like a little bit frightening? I, I didn't
1: get a sense. Debbie wasn't frightening to okay. her. It was, it was kind of matter-of-fact telling. Question one. The topic is fishing, and as always, this will be multiple choice. And this first great question comes to us via Corey Betancourt. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at eater.com. Which of these world record fish is biggest? Is it blue catfish, lake sturgeon, common carp, or alligator gar? This is measured by weight. Which of these world record fish is biggest? Your four choices are blue catfish, lake sturgeon, common carp, or alligator gar? Looking for the biggest of the four, blue catfish, lake sturgeon, common carp, alligator gar. Does everybody have an answer? Son of a bitch. I can tell you which three it is. Steve, have you caught a blue catfish? Mm-hmm. Have you caught a lake sturgeon? Mm-mm. That was a no? No. Common carp? My pens. Mm-hmm. Alligator I still, gar? I always nope. get a
4: bad pen. Okay, so you,
1: two <laughs> out of four you have personal now. experience with. Not record holders. All right. Does everybody have an
0: answer, Brody? I do. I think I got I'm it I'm about right. to. What do you got there, Brody? You're about to see. <laughs> Go
1: ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying alligator gar. John saying lake sturgeon. Chester saying alligator gar. Brody saying alligator gar. Corinne saying blue cat. Seth saying blue cat. Cal saying alligator gar. Can I tell you gar. who doesn't have it? Mm-hmm. Seth and Corinne. The correct answer is alligator gar. The yeah. world record common uh, carp uh, is 75 pounds. Uh, the world record blue cat is 143 pounds. What would you year. have, Chester? Alligator guy.
0: So he just passed up Seth even (laughs) (laughs)
1: better. The the world record lake surgeon is 160. pounds. You start over, I was talking. (laughs) (laughs) I I do want to hear this. Here they are. Common carp. The world record is 75 pounds. Blue catfish is 143 pounds, lake sturgeon is 168 pounds, and the world record alligator gar is 279 pounds. It was caught out of the Rio Grande in Texas in 1951, so over 100 pounds heavier than the world record lake sturgeon.
0: I would have gotten, I would have guessed all those except the blue cat, I would have guessed to be bigger. Well, definitely,
1: definitely bigger lake sturgeon, I
4: thought Lake Sturgeon would be a lot closer to alligator. Goat. That'd be a
0: good little genre for you for tiebreakers.
1: Mm-hmm. Would be what is the right? We've done it. We did uh, the world record crappie, which came from uh, Tennessee. You're right, you're we've right, done right. the world record turkey, which the NWTF keeps track of. So we've addressed it before. Question two. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> the topic is hunting. Scooby-Doo is this type of dog which was bred to hunt wild boars. Scooby-Doo is this type of dog which was bred to hunt wild boars. Brody with an authoritative answer. He knows it.
5: What's the biggest flathead cat?
1: (laughs) I think it's smaller than the biggest blue. That's the one we talked about before that came out of right. a Reservoir in Kansas. Um, that so like eighty from. some pounds was sticking in my head. Uh bigger than that, I believe. Find out yeah. for a second here. Yeah, I think both of them. Shocking. Scooby Doo is this type of dog, which was bred to hunt wild boars. Brody, how confident are you? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Steve, does that make you nervous?
0: <laughs> I, I wish he could turn. I wish Phil could turn off the the, the thing for next. No cool. I have a question for Chester.
1: <laughs> what? About the it's game of trivia? No, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. It's about my hat. Yes. <laughs> well, let me see your hat. Oh,
0: I, yeah. Like the proliferation of that brand of hat. What do you mean, the brand or the hat? The
4: style of hat? The no. The little string on
0: it? it? It's just, it's like. Uh, you don't know, like it. If you were to I profile definitely. somebody so who wait, wears is it, that the kind brand of or the hat? <laughs> Passed through
1: Austin recently would be the profile. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh, Phil, do you think you would know this answer? No, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. One more time. Scooby-Doo is this type of dog which was bred to haunt wild boars? Seth, you got an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Basset Hound. Damn it! John (laughs) saying Pointer. Chester without an answer. Brody saying Great Dane. Crin saying Bloodhound. Seth saying Ridgeback. Cal saying Great Dane. We have a correct answer. Brody.
0: It's Great Dane.
1: Oh, who had that? I think Cal got it Cal and Brody. No, you didn't have it. I had it. He had it. Let me see. (laughs) (laughs) Although the name implies that they are from Denmark, the breed actually originates from Germany. They combined the height of an Irish wolfhound... Speed of the Greyhound and muscle of the English Mastiff to create what 19th century hunters considered to be the perfect boar hound. Listen, I
4: owned a Great Dane. They don't have any kind of speed, so (laughs) I I don't know where that's coming from.
0: Maybe the wild boars didn't either. How do you know that, um, how
1: do we know that that's what Scooby was? They've confirmed it. (laughs) Question three. (laughs) The topic is cooking. What is the culinary name for the meat that comes from an animal's thymus or pancreas? If you'll remember from our regular episode of Meat Eater, this is the bone that I'm throwing to our guest. What is the culinary name that comes from the meat on an animal's thymus or pancreas? You struggling, Brody? No, not at all. Pretty Why? quick answer. Yeah, I'm still in
4: living in your head, run free, <laughs> man. <laughs>
1: Rent free. <laughs> Very quick answers from most of the room. But
6: you're supposed to be the waning champion. I know
1: the draining champion. That. The waning champion That's the funniest thing. Did I've your ever kids done. laugh at that joke? I didn't tell them. Oh, it to okay. Myself. I started laughing <laughs> Spencer, maniacally in the. He's kitchen. even <laughs>
4: thinking about it when he's making breakfast for his kids. Right. Spencer,
1: what's the question again? What is the culinary name for the meat that comes from an animal's thymus or pancreas? I was
0: reviewing my schedule and noticed that we had trivia today. And then I immediately started wondering if Brody was like going to be there. And I started thinking about how it'd be funny if I said he was the waning champion.
1: And he was so in love with the joke that he couldn't even wait for the game of trivia to come along. Yep. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve and John sang Sweetbreads. Chester sang Tenderloin. Brody sang sweetbread. Corinne sang. Don't have an answer. It's like Ferrari. Uh, and Cal sang sweetbreads. What about Seth? What's that, Seth? Seth? Seth has awful. Awful. No, which he spelled, spelled wrong. like awful.
0: <laughs> now Chester, why in the world? <laughs> what? You've cut out how many tenderloins in your life? I. I couldn't think of anything, so I just wrote down Tenderloin. Got
1: it. The correct answer is sweetbread. It's recommended that sweetbreads are soaked in cold water for about 24 hours to remove any blood. Common preparations include grilling, sauteing, poaching, broiling, and frying. Both glands have a mild mineral flavor, soft texture, and subtle sweetness. Dr. Jonathan Reisman, what is your experience with sweetbreads? I've actually never had them before. What? Really? Yeah, I know. It's sad. That seems kind of mild on the spectrum Yeah, of like big old organ guy and eaten. all
0: that. The big old organ parties. You never yep. cooked those up?
1: No. That, that'll that be in the future. Immune system dinner, oh. which we haven't done yet.
0: That's a good idea. Would you have any
1: reservations about eating a sweet bread? Is there anything unsafe that someone should consider if they were going to eat that? Absolutely not. I look forward to, to trying it for the first time. Oh, they're good.
0: What's your experience, Steve? Lots. I used to have a friend that... uh I lived next door to a guy that had a custom slaughter plant, and so he would just bring him over, and he was missing his thumb. I remember one of the most mesmerizing things (laughs) was watching, because you had to peel. You know, you kind of got to peel the outer membrane Uh off him and how dexterous he'd become over the years. Even though he had no thumb, he could, like, peel the membrane by grabbing it against, like, what would be the base of your thumb. And it's hard, Mm -hmm. but he'd be able to get in there and just... Was his off. missing
4: thumb related to his ownership of a slaughterhouse?
0: <clears throat> you want I've told the story, but I'll tell it again. When he was young, Power they truck. used to jack up a truck and use it as a and use the axle to drive a big saw. To drive a saw blade. Yeah. He lost his thumb on that and his brother threw it into the hog pen and the hogs ate it. Whoa. Mm hmm. Unreal. As John Dern would say, "That's life and death on the farm, right there."
5: <laughs> the Basque Corner in Reno has a real good sweetbread dish. Oh. So if you're ever going through Reno, look up the Basque Corner. So, would you have
1: any oh, recommendations yeah. for our guest and how he should prepare sweetbread?
0: I don't like them done in like real saucy concoctions. I like them pretty clean
1: and straight up. Oh, they're good though. Question four. The topic is foraging. This next great question comes to us via Brian Parks. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at What edible mushroom goes by nicknames like the Molly Moocher, Dryland Fish, and Merkle? What? What? What edible mushroom goes by nicknames like the Molly Moocher, Dryland Fish, and Merkel? Seems as though nobody in the room knew this right away. Did you have this? Okay. What? Our guest is quite confident. The nicknames, again, are Molly Moocher, Dryland Fish, and Merkel. This is an edible mushroom. <sighs> Very stumped. This might ruin some perfect games here.
5: Dryland Fish, you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> he did say that, Cal. Huh. Brody, how do you feel about this one?
5: Oh,
4: I just tossed a guess out there. Mm.
1: When you were doing your uh, your edible plant searching in Central Park, did you guys find any mushrooms? I think we just found the um, like Ganoderma. Um, what would be the uh, common
3: name for that? I forget. It's a shelf mushroom on the on a tree that has like a very red, dark
1: red, mm, surf, shiny like a, surface. The like red-banded polypore, something like that. I think it's some kind of polypore. Okay. Again, the nicknames are Molly Moocher, Dryland Fish, and Merkel. Does everybody have an answer? Son of a bitch! No. Oh, this
0: pissed me off.
1: Good? Uh no, I'm not good, but I'm done. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying coral. John saying morale. Chester saying lion's mane. Brody saying oyster. Corinne saying oyster. Seth saying lion's mane. And Cal saying shaggy mane. We have a correct answer in the room. It's morale. What? Most of these nicknames come from foragers in <laughs> Each the one south. Kept getting progressively higher pitched. <laughs> most of these nicknames come from foragers in the south and date back to the Civil War. The nickname Molly Moocher is most likely a combination of what women on the battlefield were called, which was Molly, and the phrase that means to wander slowly, which is mooching. Does that ring uh, any bells now that you've heard?
0: Hundreds
1: of pounds.
5: I've picked hundreds of times. Yeah, I I don't know where's where else. the dry land fish and the Someone coming right from? Someone
0: right now type in
1: Dryland Fish Mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. We yeah, let's I, would see. I would imagine it's because uh none of us grew up below the Mason Dixon. All one. right, let's just find out. Okay. What do you type it in? Tell I'm us. let type in
0: dry land fish mushroom. Okay. Don't you think Spencer already did that?
1: <laughs> He's been caught being wrong before I have You gotta keep me honest What are you learning, Steve? Suspiciously quiet Try you know.
5: typing in <laughs> <laughs> Steve, question. Steve made
1: a grunt and put his phone down Question five The topic is conservation Conservationist John Chapman Was better known by what name? Conservationist John Chapman Was better known by by what name? Quick answers from, I believe, Seth and nope, nope, Steve. Did Brody write quick? No. <laughs> Very quick answer from Steve and nobody else. Conservationist John Chapman is better known by what name? Steve, where's your confidence at on this? Extraordinarily high. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: Brody is still thinking. It's going to tie me and Brody up. This is question five. We'll get a scoreboard update from Phil the engineer after this. John Chapman. Does everybody have an answer? Yeah, buddy. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Johnny Appleseed. John saying Johnny Appleseed. Chester saying Chappie. <laughs> Brody came up with the Johnny Appleseed grin without an answer. Jet Seth saying Chappie and are Cal you... saying Johnny Appleseed. Now what is going on here with the Chappie? Yeah, are you
0: guys doing some kind of
1: weird cheating shit? <laughs> no, <dude>. no. Oh. <laughs> Which is wrong. The correct answer is Johnny Appleseed. I was like, it just rhymes. If he was my know. friend,
2: I'd call him Chappie.
1: <laughs> Johnny Chappass.
0: <laughs> Brody, how did you uh, not know it, but then know it all of a sudden?
4: i I have very powerful. I can reason very well.
0: Did you see it in
4: the
1: reflection? No, I can just like... (laughs) Off the super cup? The real-life Johnny Appleseed was a homestead flipper in the late 1700s and early 1800s. He would claim free plots of land in the Midwest... Plant seventy fruit trees on each property and then sell the acreages to tardy frontiersmen. Chapman's apples tasted terrible, but they made for great hard cider. For more on the real Johnny Appleseed, go to the and read my article called The Boozy History of Johnny Appleseed. Phil, we're halfway through the game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update. We'll do
6: with zero points are <laughs> Corinne Schneider and yeah. Seth Morris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 with one point, we got Chester holding his lead uh, above Seth.
2: Good work, Chet. Three
6: <laughs> points apiece. We've got Steven Ranella and our guest, Jonathan Reisman. Ooh. And in first place, tied up, are Brody Henderson and Ryan Callahan with four points apiece.
0: Ooh. How far back are you, two? Yeah, I'm back ways. Oh. No, Dry more, land one back. Fish, one back. They call it. <laughs> Clean and protect your firearms with Riptide Armory. Riptide, a veteran-founded business. It's dedicated to producing American-made cleaning chemicals and also dedicated to creating American jobs. And that commitment is embodied in every product that's bottled, labeled, and shipped from their Arvada, Colorado facility. Safe for all firearm types and surfaces. Embrace the power of American ingenuity and protect your firearms with the best. Visit RiptideArmory.com. If you've learned anything after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, it's this. There's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, No way, can't be true. But there isn't a catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash meat eater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. At mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Make life insurance part of your financial planning this year. Start shopping now with Policy Genius to find the right policy to protect your family. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. With Policy Genius, You can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. No wonder... They have thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's
1: policygenius.com. Question six The topic is biology. What biological term describes the process of a tadpole becoming a frog or caterpillar becoming a butterfly? What biological term describes the process of a tadpole becoming a frog or caterpillar becoming a butterfly? Brody got it right. I could tell. Okay. We have a suspiciously slow answer coming from the guest who has doctor in their name. Do you think you know this one? Not confident. Chester's
5: just tied up in knots here.
1: I know I have heard this in my day. I just cannot. Looking for it. the biological term that describes the process of a tadpole becoming a frog or caterpillar becoming a butterfly. Seth, you got this one? No. Okay. I feel like the guy from Winnebago Man, he's like, my
2: mind is a piece of shit today. <laughs> it's <laughs> that mercury, mercury man. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: you can
1: always blame that, man. Yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. Whoosh. We have Steve saying metamorphosis. John saying pupation. Chester saying molting. Brody saying metamorphosis. Corinne saying metamorphosis. Seth saying, tell me what that says, Seth. Morphation? Morphation. I think you should give it to him. Cal saying metamorphosis. <laughs> the correct answer is metamorphosis. It was close. Morphation? <laughs> <laughs> Both frogs and butterflies Sounds have technical. a four yes, stage that's,
5: that's south of the Mason Dixon line is how they do it. <laughs> so
2: is he getting okay. or not? I don't I don't know. No, I don't you need to answer. give it to me.
1: I'm not a charity case. <laughs> <laughs> Both frogs and butterflies have a four stage metamorphosis. A frog's is egg tadpole, froglet, and frog. A butterfly's is egg, caterpillar, chrysalis, and butterfly. Other animals that experience metamorphosis include scorpions, salamanders, lobsters, prawns, starfish, sea cucumbers, and jellyfish. Question seven. The topic is gear. This business, which claims to be America's biggest RV dealer, is Known for the obscenely large American flags flown on their lots. That's the question. That's the question <laughs> to which nobody has provided That's an answer. Inspiring. <laughs> this business, which claims to be America's biggest RV dealer, is known for the obscenely large American flags flown on their lots.
4: Can't remember the place I bought my camper at.
1: Is that a big flag? They had a little. Flag. So you're looking for the name. <laughs> of looking the for the name of the business that sells the RVs. That sells the RVs. This business, which claims to be America's biggest RV. Dealer. I might have just had a creeper, dude. I might like, <laughs> a, like, I might have just had like an extrasensory
0: <laughs> deal come into my brain and mm. give me the answer. Okay. Like unrelated God. to the homunculus. Like no, not the homunculus, okay. man. It was like like something from outside. <clears throat>
6: Divine intervention—is
0: yeah, this what you're implying? A, yeah. Wow. Almost something like we, that just. We happened witnessed to me. it here today, <laughs> like a,
1: like an angel. I believe her. Again, looking for the business that is America's biggest RV dealer, which is known for the obscenely large American flags flown on their lots. Can anybody picture this yeah. place? Yes. Okay. Yes. Everybody... I sat there wondering how big, just how big is that flag? I can give you an answer after this. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer for this question? I always thought just how much wind it took to get that thing moving. Yeah,
0: I don't know if the ratio would be the same. Yeah, it's all drones now, anyway.
1: Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying, RV world. John sang Winnebago. Chester sang Mega Land RV and Boat Sales. <laughs> That's what I'd call it. <laughs> Brody sang Lazy Days. Corinne sang Best American RV. Seth sang RV World. And Cal sang RV America. He crossed out RV USA and Camping World. The correct answer is Camping World. Oh! No! Got it right. A few people and it was one were of on the right track. Though. It was one of those. It was the first <laughs> answer that Cal wrote down, which he crossed out. Oh, that would have given Cal a very decisive lead. They, uh,
5: yeah, they're they're a big deal. They're building one in Billings, in Billings right now. Yeah, um, they also have their own lobbyists. You know what I read the other day though? RV sales are slowing down, which COVID they say is really a sign of.
0: Whoosh, recession oh, yeah, dude. supposedly you don't need to look far to find a sign of recession uh
5: camping world like a big player in, in like national park reforms trying to get mm. um internet at campsites oh. like buff up the amenities and things like that cuz that in turn leads to more RV sales or rentals or something. And they're
0: not going to like my idea to turn Yellowstone into a wilderness area.
1: <laughs> Camping no. World dealerships I fly. I got you with them, people. <laughs> Camping World dealerships fly a 40 foot by 80 foot American flag on their lot, which is 3,200 square feet of red, white, and blue. Well, the Statesville, knows that. North Carolina location was sued by the city in 2018 for violating a code that said flags could be no bigger than 25 feet by 40 feet. During the dispute, the company's CEO said he would rather go to jail than take down the flag. Camping World paid $15,000 in fines, but eventually got the city to change the ordinance and allow them to keep the flag. Love it. At Good Camping
5: World, these colors don't
0: run. Nope. Yep.
1: 3,200
0: square feet. Who'd make a law how big of your flag is? <laughs> Question eight. Next to be like, how, your, your heart's too big. <laughs> Too patriotic. Much heart.
1: Too much heart. Yeah. Too much patriotism. Question eight. The topic is cooking. This is our on listener question of the week, which was won by Michael Whitlinger. For sending this great question, Michael is going to get a one-year premium subscription to OnX. If you want a chance to win our listener question of the week, then send it to trivia at the meat This is the hardest round. This is the hardest round we've ever had. We have three questions What was left. the Shelby index? Four. Four, so our winner should get about eight. She was having a hot night. This powder, which is sometimes called pink curing salt, is named after the capital city of the Czech Republic. Very quick answer from Brody, Cal, Steve. Again, the question is, this powder, which is sometimes called pink curing salt, is named after the capital city of the Czech Republic. John, how do you feel about this A little one?
0: too much information on yeah, your that, part, dude. I like, what like the way hell? Way I don't know, that's why it's kind of like... Yeah, why'd you give sure. so
1: much detail? So you have the specific name. I got everybody getting it right. Chester, I, you got this one right? Nope. Okay. No. You don't insult Seth and Chester anymore? But it's like you you could have been like... Just saying, you're
0: laying it all out.
1: Capital of a European <clears> city yeah, or like... Or like uh, Listen, I'd like, I like to... This conjunction is spelled A-N-D. <laughs> <I like laughs> Which conjunction is it? <laughs> Cal is trying to word something to Chester. No, I, he's on it. the right path. Yeah. Come on. I'd so, like to create a I, I game uh, that non endemic uh, folks listening to this can still enjoy and play along. Uh, it's like the Scooby Doo question. Like, you may not know. It's great, dude, but what you answer... gave uh, too much info out. Okay. I would cut the end. Are
4: you're assuming the audience is like, what are you trying to say about them?
1: I'm. Uh, <laughs> what I'm telling you is, I've got a lot of feedback. Uh, from folks that have significant others who also listen that enjoy the show, even though they're not core to hunting, fishing. Yeah, and but these
4: kind of questions are starting they're game talking. changers. S-
1: Spencer,
0: like Spencer, his like lot of feedback kind of stuff. <laughs> his is wife, sort of like, yeah, no, it'll be like, you know, like I don't want to do the Family Feud thing anymore, you know. So I started sending him letters about how bad the Family Feud episodes are, and uh, he's like, well, I've gotten a lot of feedback that says otherwise. We can we can uh like, send me some. This he says know, like, we won that was before the show. <laughs> Does everybody have an
2: answer? You no, know, all this talk makes it hard to think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seth, we're running out of time. <laughs> ah. Go ahead and yeah, reveal your answers. We've got Steve oh. saying Prague, John saying Prague, Chester without oh, an answer. No shit, Brody and Corinne saying Prague. Seth without an answer. Cal, what does that say? Salt Peter, Peter. Ca-
0: chat. You thought the capital of the Czech Republic is Salt Peter?
1: No. Maybe Peter. Um, so we had four people get it <laughs> right and three people get it wrong. How do you feel about the question now? You gave too much information. I Obviously, not if four people got it right and three people got it wrong. The mm. correct answer. Look <laughs> at is this globe. Prague. Other names for this substance include Instacure and curing powder. It was invented by a European butcher at the beginning of World War One. If you want to learn how to use Prague powder at home, then read Anna Borgman's Wild and Whole article called Everything You Need to Know About Curing Meat on TheMeatEater.com.
0: You know, there's, you know, you got pink salt one and pink salt two. Mm-hmm. One's more nitrates and one's more nitrites. Mm-hmm. And like for, for like... Dry, like for slow curing versus sausage making. Mm-hmm. That. Is that and all in that article?
1: Insecure. What? That's in insecure. Yeah. Insecure is the same thing. There's I think all, One and it's insecure all two. two. All the, okay. It's yep. it's all in the article from Anna Borgman. Like if you're making br- if, you're br- if you're making if you're making brasola, you'd use one,
0: right? If you're making something like um, you know, uh, hot dogs, you'd use two.
4: Do they both give it that red color? Like when you know when you like cure a ham the meat gets that
1: I'm not I don't know if uh, my guess is yes but I can't say for sure that question was so good it was our on X listener question of the week Phil we have two questions left give us a scoreboard update
6: yeah well unfortunately we have to say goodbye to Seth Corinne and Chester who do not have a chance to come back but John has four points and is still in the game we got Stephen Cal. Tied up with five points, and Brody is in first place with six points. Some of a
1: buck. Question nine. The topic is hunting. This is a visual question. If you want to see what the room is seeing, then go to Instagram and check out at Spencer Newhearth. I'll make it my most recent post. This photo from 1940 shows a celebrity who was an avid outdoorsman. You need to tell me who that celebrity is. What was the year? 1940. Why are their faces all blurred out? So you knew which person I was referring to. Tell me again what the question is. This photo from 1940 shows a celebrity who was an avid outdoorsman. I know that one. You need to tell me who that celebrity is. What do you think, Brody? Oh. Easy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Chester, do you know this one? No. John, do you know this one? I agree with easy. Okay. Oh. Whoa, Steve, a little rub. It's a little not there, it's, but I could end up looking real bad, you know. Again, looking for who the person in that photo is, it's a celebrity, and the picture was taken in 1940. More Cal barely than that had book. to look at it, like he knew it. Oh, he yeah, he knew it. Have you seen the photo before, Cal?
5: No, okay. well, I didn't look at the photo, I just looked at the person.
1: Does everybody have an answer? Gosh, this game can be frustrating sometimes. <laughs> Dude, I, this is the word. I hate this. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Mickey Mantle, John saying Babe Ruth, Chester saying John I meant. Wayne. How did you get to Mickey Mantle? Oh. That's what Babe I meant. Ruth. I meant Babe Ruth. Corinne saying Babe Ruth. You're Seth probably not an answer. Cal saying Babe Ruth. George Herman Ruth, which I think was his real name. Good nice. on you. Good job, the correct answer was Babe Ruth. Yeah, but stuff? do, do you accept Mickey that, Mantle? Because, like, no. like, I do not I knew accept just that a different Yankee. <laughs> Can I see this again? Ruth. But you know that I knew. <laughs> Thank you. Even Ruth... you didn't know that you knew. <laughs> Ruth reportedly Damn loved it. to hunt and fish during what the, the off season. This particular photo shows him after a successful hunting trip in New Brunswick where his party killed moose, black bear, whitetail, and turkey. Other pictures of Ruth's hunts show him with gators, geese, pheasants, snapping turtles, and more. And this photo is super impressive. They have some monster critters on there.
5: Yeah, they, the moose is spectacular, and there's definitely at least one real nice whitetail in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe you somehow plucked baseball out of this. <laughs> well, I though. know
0: because I just listen. That's why I should have it. I should be allowed to get it <laughs> because that's what I meant.
5: Oh yeah, I'd
4: give it to him. <laughs> we should we should consult polar bear Pete and see what he would say if
5: you. uh... Is it Polar Bear Pete?
1: Polar Pete. What's the <laughs> Polar Bear Pete. Yeah. We have one question left, Phil. Who is left in the game?
6: Uh, Well, with six points, got Ryan Callahan. And in first place, the waning champion, <laughs> seven <laughs> points. Unfortunately, Steve, the reigning champion, is no longer in contention. <laughs>
1: the silent killer. Question 10. The topic is fishing. This last great question comes to us via William Reiki. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to Trivia at com. The Buffalo National River, which became America's first national river in 1972, is located in what southern state? The Buffalo National River, which became America's first national river in 1972, is located in what southern state? Quick answer from Brody.
5: No.
4: Oh, okay. No.
1: Quick to writing, not quick to answering. It's a southern state. South of the Mason-Dixon. Southern Dixon. state. Steve, you gonna play along on question yeah. 10? No, I know it, I'm not even right now. Oh, you know what? <laughs> well, you're not gonna get credit then when the, the stat keeping. Is that how defiant you are? Well, I don't actually know it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the Buffalo National River, which became America's first national river in 1972, is located in what southern state? Brody, how do you feel about your answer? I think a 50-50. And just to reiterate, Phil, only Cal and Brody are left, correct? That's cor- that is correct, yes. Does everybody have an answer? Yeah. Looking for the state. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying I was like, Florida. for whatever
5: reason, I feel like it's Arkansas, so I hope I hope you're right. John that's saying what I meant.
1: Oklahoma. Chester saying Missouri. Brody saying Arkansas. Corinne saying Tennessee. Seth saying Tennessee and Cal saying Florida. We have a correct answer in the room. It's Arkansas making yeah. Brody oh my our God. winner. So with give us eight correct answers. Holy. Aside from that just designation, was, uh, what's the designation. You know what was the significance of the
0: book? He told me he just started taking geriatric vitamins. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shit kicked in. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I want to continue the learning yeah, yeah. part of this. Okay. Today, there are 226 Come water bodies place, that make up the National Wild and Scenic River System. These rivers are managed by a number of different state and federal agencies, including the U.S. Forest Service, National Park Service, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, BLM, and Army Corps of Engineers. Cal, I don't know the specifics um, of the protection. It just grants them more protections on a state and federal level.
5: Um, here's something real embarrassing. When I was working in Arkansas earlier this year, mm-hmm. was there twice in two weeks, I met some uh, DNR officers, or sorry, state parks officers uh, at the Buffalo River mm. to go fishing one day. Hmm.
1: <laughs> and then blew it. And, and did then, you go fishing?
5: Uh, but I was like, yeah, why is Buffalo, why do I know Buffalo <laughs> River? Yeah.
1: Did yeah. you go fishing?
5: We ended up bailing on the... On the river because it was so Mm -hmm. low, and we went uh, on our bitchin' bass boat instead. Were you looking for smallmouth there? Smallmouth sounds fun. Yeah.
0: What uh, what what what, what's that geriatric vitamin you're taking?
4: (laughs) Geriatric? Some like (laughs) It's called ketamine (laughs) multivitamin. Why you need some? I'll sell you
0: some. (laughs) Oh yeah, dude, because that (laughs) shit's kicking ass, man. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start taking that. Special K. They if you call start it. taking
1: it down, imagine how smart you'll be on your fifty. <laughs> <Yeah>. Brody <laughs> wins with eight correct answers holding true to the Shelby index. What happens next is he gets to choose where the five hundred dollar donation goes. So what's it gonna be, Brody?
4: Um I promise a buddy back east. Who's a grouse hunter that I would donate to the Rough Grouse Society?
1: What do you like about them besides your body being? Well, those rough grouse are hurting in
4: a lot of eastern states, so they just need all the help they can get. Ronnie Bama like that one too, Steve.
1: Yep, I'm updating you on the score chart here. Well done, Brody, an authoritative victory. Join us next time for more meat eater trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins.
0: Hey, you ever needed something for your home but don't have the cash or credit to pay for it? You can do that at Aaron's. Yep, you can rent to own appliances like washers, dryers, or refrigerators. Furniture for your living room or bedroom. Even tech. Plus, Aaron's has great brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. Life's always changing. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. So check out your nearest Aaron's store. Or visit aarons.com to see what I'm talking about approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. You got to see your local store for details. Two thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing an electrical blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. These things are sweet. Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. Go to 4 slash meat eater to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash meat eater.